Welcome to the show. This is Cousin Vinny, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Well, we're at another segment of Did You Know That? And I may put a couple of them together, blend them together, because they're kind of short and sweet. Well, we've moved away from 1978, and 79 was not really that eventful. Uh, we had our plaza that we were getting ready to sell because my dad had gotten sick again, and I ended up working there seven days a week, and it just got to the point where I just... I couldn't take it. I didn't want to be like him and, and be stuck in that type of, a, of an environment the rest of my life. So, you know, we uh, sold the plaza, trying to figure out what I was going to do when I grow up. And this was, I think, 1980, you know, part of 1980, mid part. My brother had moved up to Gainesville. I had been up there a few times because I was taking a couple of real estate classes from my real estate brokers course. And, uh, so I said, you know what? Wouldn't be a bad idea to move up here. So I found a Century 21 to uh, put my license with uh, so that I could have a place to, to operate out of. It was a older woman, nice lady, great lady. Her son was possibly going to groom to take it over, but he wasn't the swift individual that she expected. So I was being groomed to maybe take over the operation. So I was learning all about the Century 21 philosophy and business practices and all that other stuff, but it just really didn't make my boat float. So looked at possibly getting into the restaurant business there. Heard about a restaurant called the Sea Fox on Southwest 13th Street. Now, that restaurant was part of the Fox Fire change out of Ocala. They had a Sea Fox in Gainesville and one in Tallahassee. So it was part of the family, but not part of the family. It was kind of stepchild the sea fox so uh we looked at it uh we made an offer to buy both restaurants and they were big big purchases mom and dad were ready to do it and we were uh we did our due diligence on it my brother was going to operate the gainesville one i was going to take the tallahassee store back to tallahassee even though i didn't like tallahassee anymore and uh, here's where real estate plays a big part in it we did our due diligence we did all our homework on the numbers you know, talk to employees, they would bring in entertainment. So we were talking to all of the booking managers, make sure they were paying people in both restaurants. I started hanging around one in Gainesville to start with and was just watching things that just didn't settle well. Went to Tallahassee and didn't tell the manager I was coming because they didn't tell him we were buying it. And for the first couple of days, I would just go in and have a drink or two, eat some food. And then I'd sit in the parking lot and just watch and watch food go out the back door. Now, we were willing to take on debt. Uh, the vendors, they owed, you know, vendors that they would pay on 30 or 45 or 60 days. And we were willing to pick up some of that debt in lieu of putting a down payment. And to the tune of almost, you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars, instead of giving you a couple of hundred thousand in cash, we'll pick up the debt and we'll pay it off and, you know, we'll get into the property. So we were in the process of doing the liquor licenses and all the corporate stuff. And I had asked our attorney, to recertify or revalidate all of the accounts payables. You know, get with all the vendors and say, okay, how much is outstanding today? He calls me and said, Vinny, this doesn't look good. It's not 200, it's 500,000. So they were taking bills from the other Fox fires and padding them into this one, thinking that we wouldn't pay attention and slam us for it. Again, this is where the real estate part comes in where I've had experiences. So, we called them and said, there's no closing. You're a fraud. You're trying to rip us off. Goodbye. Thank you. Good luck. 
we walked away from it. And we spent some money because I was looking at apartments, moving to Tallahassee. My brother was going to take this in, you know, dealing with the, the vendors and the musicians. And we walked. And unfortunately, some other poor guy bought it after we did it. He didn't last long, and that was the end of that chain. That both uh, the Tallahassee and the and the Gainesville one were gone. Sea Fox, great, great property, great product, great entertainment. So, in the middle of that, again, I was looking to do something else, and that's where the nightclub late night came into play. Late night was a a, a concept that was just conceived in my head uh, of a bottle club that was a little classier. We made sure that. You felt comfortable going in there if you were just a young lady. Uh, we had entertainment. We had a great DJ that I, I, I hired. We were, we were interviewing and auditioning DJs. And because of my background in radio, you couldn't pull a fast one on me. So we got you in there, and you get up on the, on the board and spin. And I had three turntables up there, and they just never could understand why I had three. I said, you always want a backup. You got two, so you got one up, and the other one's queued up. And you got a backup just in case something goes wrong. And this young kid comes in, young black kid comes in, and Reese comes in and, and uh, you know, told me how great he was. And he was good. And we're still friends to today. And that's back from 1980. And uh, we've re, you know, caught up with each other. I saw him about a couple of months ago. He came up to visit me here. And he's been in DJing ever since. And great guy. So late night was kind of the, the beginning of it. That was late night number one. There was a late night number two later. In the middle of all this in 1980-81, I got married. And, uh, you know, she entered into the family and, it, you know, family dynamics. And in between that, because of late night one, we needed the parking lot from the restaurant next door, which was a, an Italian pizza place. We called it Mama De Rosa's. Uh, I was in the club. I was the one who wanted the club. My brother wanted the restaurant. Uh, ended up, my parents gave him the club. I took the restaurant. All kinds of issues with staffing, thefts. Uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't as much fun as I thought it would be. Uh, I, but I, I did learn the food services. I learned it from costs. I mean, uh, proportions, you know, it, it was, it was a challenge. So we ended up basically giving the bank back the building. So here, Merry Christmas. It's yours. It's losing too much money. We're done. Goodbye. In the interim, just down the street, a little bit further South on Southwest 13th street, my brother and my dad bought another piece of property and turned it into late night number two. Uh, we had the, the building and a big-ass lot next door. Now there's a hotel on it, and that's where late night number two came in. And in the middle of all this, you know, again, I was married, just gotten married, had our house in Gainesville, and my former wife was working in Ocala. So she didn't want to commute back and forth from Ocala to Gainesville. So we ended up moving to McIntosh and a little dinky apartment. Uh, in the fall of 81 or 82, 81, I think, 81, a uh, little dinky apartment in McIntosh, cold as hell. I mean, it was terrible. Then across the street, there was a little mobile home park, bought the little mobile home park. Uh, it was a nice little cash cow. So a lot of dynamic things happened in that 80, 81, 82 era. Uh, got really hot on cars again, and I ended up getting a 71 Corvette 454 bright red four on the floor. Beautiful car. Got that at a real estate exchangers event. That's a whole nother avenue of real estate that people don't understand. I, I traded and wheeled and dealed and got a 71 Corvette for 40 lots in Taos, New Mexico that I'd never seen on a trade or on a commission or on a consult, I think it was. So I ended up with the, with the, you know, the Corvette. So it was an interesting year, 1980, 81, 
between the mobile home park, getting married, the restaurants, the nightclubs. Uh, in 82, our marriage dissolved amicably. Uh, there was no bitterness. It was just, we weren't right. It was just the way it happened. So my divorce vehicle became the hippie van. So I got one of those Econoline vans, thinking I was going to customize it and, you know, cruise the beaches and the worlds. So that was another era there of things that were real estate was always in the background. Buying the mobile home park with no money down, getting into the restaurants, you know, and, and seeing that, you know, there was some shady people doing some padding of numbers, understanding that aspect, and running a restaurant, you know, even though we had the deli, restaurants, a whole different animal. You're dealing with different dynamics and employees and, and, and customers. And my mom was not a help. Uh, at times she would criticize people who complained about her food. I said, mom, let it go. You know, if they don't like it, that's fine. That's their choice. Plus late night, the nightclub, the mobile home park, which I bought where uh, owner financed, the listing agent ended up not getting commissioned because they didn't pay attention to the contract. And they were pissed because they didn't get paid. I said, well, he who writes the contract wins. So that was, again, another learning experience in my real estate career, you know, dealing with buying properties and, and, and nightclubs and restaurants and stuff like that. So, again, another part of my life. It, 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 it has been interesting up until 1982, uh, you know, Crist River, Tallahassee, Gainesville, and then back to Crist River in uh, 83. So thanks for listening.